This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Friday, July 23. In Squeeze Kids Today, an Olympics like no other. The drones making it rain in Dubai. Mars rover digs deep and Kenda the milk-loving kangaroo. That's what's making news, kids style. The lowdown. It's one year late, thanks to COVID, and will unfurl like no other Olympics opening ceremony that we have ever seen before, again, thanks to COVID, but the eyes of the world will nevertheless be trained on Tokyo tonight as athletes from all over the globe march into the Olympic Stadium to kick off 16 days of intense international sporting competition. Winning an Olympic gold medal is, for many athletes, no matter their sport, the greatest thing they could ever achieve. It's why our world number one and Wimbledon champ Ash Barty will compete in the tennis. It's also why some of the best basketball players in the world will similarly travel to Tokyo. And it's why a team of 487 athletes from Australia will take part in no fewer than 33 different sports. And if the predictions are correct, between them they could be coming home with anywhere between 12 or 16 gold medals, which would put us in sixth place in the world for medal count. But lots of starting guns have to be fired between now and then. Which means lots of early mornings, days and nights spent in front of the television soaking up the action. Starting with the opening ceremony tonight from 9pm Eastern Australian time. Watch out for Brizzy-born swimmer Kate Campbell and Canberra-born international basketball star Paddy Mills carrying the flag into the stadium and get ready to get your cheering pants on. On your marks, get set, go! Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Dubai, a city of glimmering high-rises in the Arabian desert, where scientists have very cleverly worked out a way to make rain. It's so hot and dry in that part of the world that Dubai only receives an average of 10 centimetres of rain every year, which is not very much at all. But by sending drones up into the clouds and then zapping those clouds with electricity, scientists have found a way to get more of the wet stuff out of the sky. Here's how it works. The jolts of electricity fired out of the drones cause small droplets of water in the clouds to clump together and form bigger ones, which then successfully fall to the ground as rain. You see, it's so hot in Dubai, it was recently over 50 degrees Celsius there, that smaller droplets of rain just don't make it to the ground and evaporate mid-air. There's a link in your episode notes to a video of cars driving through one drone-created downpour. Spaced out. Hold your finger up in front of you. That's about the size of the rock sample 
that the Mars rover Perseverance is going to drill from the surface of the red planet in the coming weeks. Right now, the Perseverance is getting itself into position on a dry rock bed on Mars that scientists believe was once the bottom of a lake. Sometime in the next couple of weeks, the Perseverance will extend its robotic arm, blow away the dust sitting on top of the rock bed, and, using incredibly precise tools, drill into the rock and pull out a finger-sized sample, which it will then pop into a test tube, store inside the rover for eventual return to Earth. Now, all of this will be done via remote control by scientists here on Earth, operating Perseverance like you might operate a remote control car. Except this one happens to be 378 million kilometres away. It's mind-boggling stuff. So is the fact that they hope that inside that rock sample will be fossils that prove there was once life on Mars. Boom! Mind blown. Animal Kingdom Do you ever have a hot milk before you go to bed? Or maybe early in the morning, especially in winter. Isn't it the most comforting thing? Certainly, that seems to be the case for Kenda, the eastern grey kangaroo from Bendigo in country Victoria. Kenda was found by a local wildlife rescuer in her mummy's pouch after her mum was hit by a car a couple of years ago. Kangaroo lover Denise took Kenda in and hand-fed her for months with a milk bottle until she was big enough and strong enough to get back out into the bush by herself. And while most of the roos that Denise rescue leave her rescue shelter and never return, Kenda has been coming back every week for her bottle of milk, which she has learned to drink herself using her kangaroo paws. Amazing. And the best bit? Recently, when Kenda returned for her regular weekly bottle of milk, she had a passenger in her pouch, her very own Joey. And yes, of course, there's a link to photos of Kenda and her Joey in today's episode notes. You're very welcome. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Name one of the two Australian flag bearers for tonight's Olympics opening ceremony. That's right, it's Kate Campbell and Patty Mills. Question number two. What's the name of the city in the Arabian desert where drones are making rain? You got it, it's Dubai. Question number three. What's the name of the milk-loving kangaroo? Yeah, her name's Kenda. Shout outs. It's July 23, National Pyjama Day, where everyone is encouraged to wear your pyjamas all day long and make a donation to help kids in foster care. Hands up who was planning to stay in their PJs all day anyway. Now you can say it's for a good cause. Plus, it's a Friday, which means an extra super long birthday shout-out segment, for which we're going to have to crack out the birthday reggae tune. Happy birthday to these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. 
Bella and Jack from Randwick, Addie from Albany Hills, Rose from Putney, Carla from Manapara, Henry from Helens Vale, Blake from Nowra, Sienna from Wedderburn, Leo from Coogee, Tristan from Eden Hills, Elodie from Essendon, Harry from Ballina, Daniel from Ivanhoe, Joe from Willoughby, Molly from Hadspen, Artie from Ashgrove, Tammy from Melbourne, and Yeet, Amelia and Rose from Sydney. Today's belated birthday shout-outs go to Jimmy from Newtown, Penny from Ashgrove, and Maddie from Manapara. Not forgetting, of course, all of those squeeze kids celebrating a birthday over this coming weekend. Destiny from Cabramatta, Izzy from Perth, Eliza from Pottsville Beach, Audrey from Mount Karingai, James from The Rock, Alana from Pimble, and Damon from Baldivis, Kimberly from Cloncurry, James from Albion Park, Ella from Ashmont, Mabel from Annandale, Zeb from Kapalabar, Coco from Orange, Atlas from Ashbury, and Justine from Sydney. Plus, because so many of us are in lockdown around the country, we're sending out home learning herograms so parents and teachers can celebrate the hard yards being done in their houses and classrooms. And today's herograms go to Wiley and Nathaniel from 4R and KG at Maroubra Junction Public School. They are really missing their classmates. Also to Olivia, Chelsea and Max from Wollongong. Your mum is so proud of you for staying on task during homeschooling. And finally, a shout out from Mrs. Rindle to her class Alpha Romeo at Oran Park Public School. She wants you to know that she misses you all. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, or you'd like to send a home-learning herogram to your class or your kids, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again on Monday. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squeeze Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh.